Blog Talk Radio. Selfie stick, mind you, and um, 
really wasn't fond of that. The third match, folks, was Mia Yim. She was in a number one contendership for the NXT champ as a qualifying match to be in the fatal four way for the number one contendership next year. Uh, for NXT TakeOver in Phoenix, which that will be where the Royal Rumble will be held against Reyna Gonzalez. Something interesting, Granny, Reyna came out kind of like Stan Hansen with cowbell, a cowbell rope, and she gave the hua symbol, or the Texas symbol. It's kind of funny. Well, it's not funny, but it's kind of cool. Um, let's see, Mia Yim ends up winning that. So she, uh, her, Lacey <coughs> Evans, and Bianca Belair, Okay, so they also promote a, a, de- a vignette for uh, Djokovic, who will be debuting next week. All right, so the main event, Granny, was pretty cool. I know you're familiar with Tyler Breeze. Mm-hmm. He showed up tonight on NXT because Ricochet had an open challenge for the uh, NXT North American Championship. And it was really cool because it's like uh, he Tyler Breeze felt at home. I mean, he's an NXT alumni, folks. Um Part of the, one half of the tag team called Brizongo, which I, Granny, I miss those two. Yeah, I did. Too. I, I think it was great when they had they were making fun of Miami Vice or they'd make fun of the TV series. But anyways, Tyler Breeze was in his element. He put on a really good match, and uh, it wasn't until Ricochet ended up pinning him. You know, it's, William Regal had promised the fans, "I will give you a show." And he gave us a show, all right? Because next week, it's very rare that you seldom see cage matches anymore in wrestling, Granny. And they're going to have one next week in NXT. And I can just say, I smell a rat because Gargano, there's no way in hell he's going to beat Aleister Black in a cage match unless there's something I'm missing. <laughs> it's just like very lopsided, Granny. I mean, Aleister's 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and Johnny Gargano's only 5'7", five, 5'8". Not only that, but Granny, the last time these two met, Johnny Gargano was on the receiving end of a move called Black Mass. And not once, but twice, Alistair hit the move. And it's like he picked him up with his foot and basically kicked his face off. And I'm like, really? You want a cage match with this animal? Okay, I can just tell you, Alistair's going to be only too happy to put you out of your misery twice. But uh, anyways, folks. I digress. NXT UK. Ah, uh, jeez. There's two cards every time. And the very first one, it's going to just blow those through this. Flash Morgan Webster actually upset Fabian Eichner. Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams basically won their match. It was a tag team match versus, uh, Zach, or no, they lost their match against Zach Gibson versus and James Drake. Killer Kelly versus Isla Dawn. The winner would get a chance to get face Rhea Ripley in the NXT Championship or NXT Women's Championship. And, um, well, I can just say it's, that's going to be an interesting mess. They call Isla Dawn the White Witch of NXT UK. How interesting. You know, she kind of stole her finisher from Nikki Cross. She's funny because she trained with Nikki. Little known fact. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes. Mastiff was interviewed by Ramsley, whatever they call Ramsey, whatever. And then Eddie Dennis interrupted. I call him the evil Ty Dillinger granny. I those two look exactly alike um, to me. That is. Uh, let's see, Trent Seven versus Joe Coffey. 
Very good back and forth match. Joe Coffey ended up getting the victory. And in the second NXT UK card, you had Ashton Smith versus Ligero. Mark Coffey versus, uh, let's see here. He won. Gallus won two weeks in a row uh, by pinfall. Let's see. Rhea Ripley three weeks ago. So apparently they filmed this stuff week at a time. They emphasized they the Gallus emphasized that they wanted to take out Travis Banks and Pete Dunn, aka the Bruiserweight. The second winner of the NXT, or actually he beat Tyler Bate. So for the NXT UK Championship, the second match was Jack Stars, local hero, I guess, versus Joseph Connors. That dude is nuts. Match three, Zaya Brookside versus Jenny. Now, you want to talk about annoying females, Granny? Jenny is one of those people that thinks, hi, I'm high fashion, and I can basically beat the socks off of you by the way I look. And she's actually quite vicious, so I give her credit for that. Then you had massive promo. You had Tyson T-Bone and another tag team promo, Zach Gibson and James Jake. Love the NXT UK crowd. Um, well, Granny, here's a, here's a fun fact for you. Dave Mastiff and Eddie Dennis were both undefeated. It was a very back-and-forth match, and um, Dave Mastiff, who does his ode to Vader, but he does a very different finish, completely different. He is now the only undefeated member of the NXT UK roster for now. I thought it was a pretty wow. good back-and-forth match. Yeah, I know. That's that's amazing because Dave Mastiff, every match they put him in, they put him against Tyson T-Bone, he wins that one. They put him against, um, <clears throat> like I told you, the Wild, or uh, Mike Hitchman, the Wild Boar. And granted, you'd laugh your ass off because Mike Hitchman really does face-wise kind of match an animal who looks like the boar. And I'm like, wow. Um, I never thought I could tell Granny I found a guy who looks like an animal, although they say owners look like their pets. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like that joke Bill Ingvall does, you know, with Dorkfish, except for this guy looks like a wild boar. He looks like a wild boar. His his gimmick and everything fits the description to a T, folks. Well, buckle up your seatbelts because I have some SmackDown Live to review. And trust me, I, uh, Granny, by the way, before I hit the music, did you uh, get a chance to see any of SmackDown Live? Very little. I like I said, I was swamped getting stuff ready for this weekend and you know, taking uh, care of stuff and so yeah, very little last night unfortunately. That's all right, folks. Monkeys in the truck. Hit my fucking music. Dig it. <laughs>
for SmackDown Live, you had Mustafa Ali from 205 Live going one-on-one with Daniel Bryan. It's really weird, Granny. I never knew Daniel Bryan could do a heel hook. I guess that's his new submission, but um, he did utilize it against Mustafa Ali. It's kind of, I found it funny. He's like, what car did you drive? And then Mustafa Ali or Mustafa Ali's response was, well, I drive an SUV and I have, you know, children, blah, blah, blah. What does that matter? And Daniel just smacks him twice, which I find humorous, folks. I don't know about any of you all, but I do find it amazing that Daniel Bryan finally saw the light. And and some of the fans who say they're not fickle, you are liars. Some of the NXT UK, we're not fickle. Are we? See, you guys are kind of proving my point. It's kind of funny. Seeing this stuff on Instagram is really funny. Um, okay, so, Granny, going to laugh your butt off, but <clears throat> they had a rap battle between Sheamus and Cesaro and the Usos. Oh, my. That would have been interesting. The Usos basically did the same thing they did in every rap. I mean, they've only had one other rap battle with the New Day, but, ah, uh, dude, it was so fucking funny. I... <laughs> Because, okay, Seamus and Cesaro, Granny, were trying the bars, like, they were trying to do a rendition, I guess, of Ice Ice Baby, and it failed miserably. That was the funny Yeah, the the Usos, Granny, one of their response lines was, wow, why are you dressed up all like that with your hair looking stupid? And the crowd... As normal with Seamus, they started chanting, you look stupid. It was great. Oh, my Lord. And then, uh, well, the bar foiled everything as they normally do because they're probably going to lose that rap battle because New Day and the Usos got into it and the bar got physical, got physical. And uh, let's see here. Asuka promoed, which she said, this Sunday I get to use tables, ladders, and chairs. And... She said something in Japanese, but I always get confused. I always say, you know, not to be, you know, funny or too funny or dishonorable to your wonderful country, but I always have a theory, Granny, that they're saying to me, make lasagna and cheesecake. But I, you know, that's just me. I don't know very much Japanese. I'll try and learn some of it, not to be, you know, disrespectful, but. It is a language that I've always wanted to learn so I can cuss people out in a different language. That's why. And, uh, ah, yes. Miz and Shane, Granny. Poor Shane. Having to put up with Miz's shenanigans. I mean, a Miz is kind of brilliant, but he did hire on two people to face him and Shane so that he could... His obsession with the best in the world trophy is getting really bad. It's just, <laughs> Paige said, wait a minute, who are these people? Who who agreed to be the referee for this match? You don't, I didn't sanction the match. Miz said you did. Oh, my. Miz created a lot of trouble. Like, he always, it was funny as hell. So, that was an interesting segment. And then Randy Orton said he was going to beat the Holy Hay Bale out of Rey Mysterio. I don't know if there's any hay left in Rey, but, um. Ray actually cocked back and he hit him. He hit Randy pretty hard. 
because Randy was showing the fans earlier what he had done to Rey Mysterio. Like, is he serious? Does he really want a match with me this Sunday? Does he know it's a chairs match? Which, Granny, I have a feeling that match is going to get ugly real quick. Oh, I'm sure. And then Caleb Braxton went and interviewed Becky. And and then, let's see here. Jeff Hardy and Rusev versus Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura. I got to say, that was a pretty good back-and-forth match. Um, Rusev ended up kicking Nakamura's head off. One, two, three. Rusev and Hardy get the victory. But before that, Granny, there's a dance break. Love Mella and Truth. Oh, my God. That was funny as hell. (laughs) And then the main event was Charlotte versus Asuka, a WrestleMania rematch. The fans have been clamoring to fucking see. I got to say. Granny, tis the seasons, you know, like the episode say, seasons beatings because uh, it was very back and forth. Charlotte, you know, hit a lot of Oscar's counters. Oscar was countered by Charlotte several times when Oscar tried to put in the Oscar lock. And then Charlotte went crazy. She went berserko, grabbed a kendo stick. That seems to be her new favorite weapon. And, uh,. I just see, you know, you just start seeing Charlotte beat the holy fuck out of Oscar with Kendo Sigger love taps. I don't know what you call them, but um, <laughs> Granny was like, "Pass the Kendo stick," because Becky got up, and then all hell broke loose. And by all hell broke loose, I mean I've never seen something look like a video game in five to ten seconds because Oscar got up. She took the kendo stick and started beating the holy hell out of uh, Becky and Charlotte. And when she got up on the announce table, that kendo stick looked like it had been shot to hell. Can only imagine. It was, <laughs> Granny, you would laugh your butt off if you saw. I was like, <clears throat> or be concerned because it's like, man, Becky thought she's just going to sit out there and scout her opponents and not have to do a thing. Well. <laughs> I have to say, if I, I enjoy a good cat fight, folks. I I seriously have always enjoyed the sight of just fem- in wrestling that is of females ripping into each other. It's always been a, a frenzy of mine, been a fascination. And when Asuka did what she did, I was brought back. I had memories of Monday Night Raw ending like that. It's funny. SmackDown Live's doing what Raw used to do um, in the mid-'90s. And that was actually captivate their audience. So kudos to you, SmackDown Live, for putting on a hell of a freaking fracking show. Amazing that I have 10 minutes left in the show, goddamn. But I ain't going to forget the format because some of you were complaining about me not having a format. So for 10 minutes and 10 minutes alone, you will get to get inside my mind. Buckle up, fucks. Buckle up, fuckers, because you're going to hear exactly how I feel. Dig it. No opinions worth harmed in the making of my opinions. Crazy Inc. Incorporated. Dig it.
The cult of personality. Yeah, okay. So, <clears throat> TLC is this Sunday. And there's a handful of matches. They're going to catch your interest or make you want to turn off your TV. Just for the time being, just to fair warn you. Spoiler alert. Will Rousey retain? I don't know. Um, I don't... Granny, one prayer that I'd like to invoke. It's called the Please Don't Let Baron Corbin Be the General Manager of Monday Night Raw Anymore Prayer. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Because... Honestly, I don't smoke, folks, but every time he's on the TV, I either reach for the imaginary cigar or cigarette. Because he can put Granny and I to sleep, or he can irritate Granny to where Granny wants to go through her TV and say, go away. So, he's going to be in a chairs match with uh, Braun Strowman, who... Just got out of elbow surgery, which I don't – it's not going to surprise me that Corbin is going to be overconfident. He's going to have to face somebody. Plus, folks, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins will be one-on-one for the Intercontinental Championship. That's the one match I will turn, or tune into because two former Shield members going head-to-head. I don't know who's going to win. I would really – I don't mind if Ambrose wins. I don't mind if Rollins <clears throat> Somebody's representing Raw as a champion. You know, it's funny, Granny. Lesnar is a champion. He's not defending anything at this current pay-per-view. Imagine that. Imagine that, folks. Okay, got a triple threat match for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. It is the first ever women's TLC match. Kudos to you three. You're going to blaze a trail. I know you're going to be amazing in this match. I don't care who fucking wins. I really like Becky. I really like Asuka. And I think Charlotte's come, finally coming into her own. So I, I really want to say that. So um, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the World he- SmackDown Live World Heavyweight Championship. Mm, I don't know. AJ's held that championship for 371 days. And unlike Lesnar. He defended that championship every 30 days, or even on SmackDown Live, he'd defend his championship. That's right. So, and I mean, facts are facts, people. Yes, he beat CM Punk's record. Records are meant to be broken, okay? But, you know, I just wanted to touch on something, folks. The reason why I'm so high and praising SmackDown Live and Ring of Honor and, C- well, maybe not CZW, but. Evolve and Wrestling Revolver simply because unlike Monday Night Raw those shows give the fans what we want. Oh and I forgot to mention or maybe I did mention it last show. Big Cass had a seizure outside of a signing for House of Hardcore which that's Tommy Dreamer's promotion and he was supposed to be signing our so hopefully Big Cass is Recovering nicely because uh, no one should have a fucking seizure. That's just bad juju. Um, and also, uh, let's see here. I wanted to touch on something just because I don't cover everything. Like, I didn't know this, Granny, but Jenny, uh, who wrestles in NXT UK, is also the Progress uh, Women's Champion over in the United Kingdom. So she's doing, she's pulling double duty. Wow. That's 
I mean, yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, in between tapings, it's like, well, if she's the NXT, or NXT, Progress Wrestling Champion, excuse me, that's where Tony Storm came from, that's where Rhea Ripley came from, well, you know, a lot of these women cut their teeth in the business, and also, folks, I am well aware of what's going on in Ring of Honor, so for those of you thinking that this is a predominant podcast on WWE, <clears throat> you sadly mistaken, man. I can go to the websites, I can do my research, I can watch YouTube. Hell, I can watch free Ring of Honor stuff on Daily Motion, which means I'm streaming the shit. But <clears throat> I choose to watch on Fight Network because it's kind of similar to WWE. You can watch old stuff, you can watch old Daniel Bryan matches, you can watch old Nigel McGuinness. So, I mean, there's there's just a lot of stuff and content that I don't discuss, and it's not that I don't want to, it's just you try sitting planning out a show, and it will leave you all, you know, either really happy or not happy. And that's another point I'm going to bring up. <clears throat> I've come to the foredrawn conclusion <clears throat> that watching just one thing may be some people's thing. Uh, reporting different shit about different people, that's also another thing. Like, I'm not the podcast that sits there and says, oh, yes, I'm going to be specific and I'm going to try my damnedest to talk about Ring of Honor specifically. I give it variety. I give it flavor. So, folks, if you don't like it, it's okay. Granny and I will move on. And I realize I don't have guests on my show. That's fine. I have talked to some people that say they'll get back to me and they don't get back to me. It's okay. I completely understand. So for those of you trying to say your show needs a guest, again, not judging you. You're right. I need guests on my show to make this a lot easier for me, but I can still bet your ass, guaranteed bottom fucking dollar. I can find things to talk about because that's my gift is the gift to gab. And I can actually say that because unlike that fake ass from fucking New Jersey, I can actually say I have the gift of gab, meaning I can find shit to talk about because it's easy. I now have NXT UK. I've got NXT. I've got SmackDown Live. I have Ring of Honor. I've got WSC. I've got New Breed. I've got tons of wrestling to talk about, my friend. So please understand I'm not taking a shot at you. I'm just telling you. I'm down, but I'm not out. And that's addressing, folks, the stuff that's been messaged to me on Russell underscore radio. I wanted to touch base with you all and let you know that running a show ain't easy. And it's, I'm glad no, that Grant is with you. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. And, you know, the icon can tell you it's not easy. It's It's... Very easy you know, to relate to a guest and be a good business person, but it's also harder to, on a consistent basis, find a guest because sometimes they cancel. Sometimes they say they have stuff coming up. So, like I said, it's not that I'm not trying. It's that I, you know, I don't know if I wore out my welcome. Or I don't know. I, maybe it's just a, you know, my mental process or my mental thesis on how I do shit. So, yes, folks. I believe that good things are going to happen, and I believe good things will continue to happen. That's how you kind of have to be in the world of pro wrestling. You have to think, okay, 
things are in the shitter, I can get myself out of it. They're not in the center. You know, there, there's a lot of shit going on, Granny. Like, um, on air, I'm not going to stay away from it. My dad is getting a stem cell injection tomorrow. So my head is kind of, you know, like in other places because it's like I'm all the way in New York and I got to fly in on Friday to not only get ready for a Kurtz match on Saturday, but I have to fly in and see how my dad's doing. So, folks, if you wonder why I don't have guests, it's because, yeah, my my head's been elsewhere, Granny. It's just, it's been difficult keeping this in, but I best let you all know who those of you chomping at the bit as to why I haven't had a guest. Like I said, I don't know what I said or did. So... Um, just throwing this out here. I will try and find one, but right now I would like to stick to something that actually keeps my head sane and not, you know, in the gutter. So like I said, good things are going to happen. You know, it's going to get better. I'm going to see granny this Saturday. I'm going to be with my big brother. Well, actually, yeah, big brother, Kurt, Kurt Gannon. So a lot of good things, a lot of positive things. That's all you can think, you know, because if you start thinking negative, Things are going to, shit's going to go south real quick, real fast. And uh, I just wanted to touch base with all my fans, or all the fans out there for Granny and I. Um, This show is not ending, so for the fuck who messaged me on Instagram about that, go fuck yourself because you don't know what it's like inside my head every day. Thank God you're not inside my head because I guarantee you, you would want want a one-way ticket out of my fucking head. Because it can get fucked up sometimes. But you know what? That's life. You have good thoughts, bad thoughts, indifferent, negative, positive. So um, I'm going to say good luck to all the people that are participating in TLC. Uh, Hopefully it's a good show. Hopefully it's not a downer. It's not a disappointment because it's the last pay-per-view of 2018, folks. 2019 is going to be bigger, badder, and more entertaining now that they got NXT UK. NXT is going to be bigger and better because they have Matt Riddle, Punishment Martinez, both products of Monster Factory, Cassius Ono. I mean, the list goes on and on. Nikki Cross, Isla Dawn, Rhea Ripley, Joe Coffey, Mark Coffey, Wolfgang from NXT UK, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate. So to all the participants, you know, whether you're in WWE or any elsewhere, I'd like to say Godspeed, good luck. Merry early Christmas to you all. My stomach is trembling right now. It's saying, eat, you fucker, eat, or I'm going to eat you. <laughs> and if you didn't believe in what I told you or had a problem with, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Granny? Well, real quick before I say my line, um, of course, folks, next week is Christmas. I know we're doing our show at Tudor Live. Wednesday night um, so obviously are you our Tuesday show I mean are we not doing Tuesday show because it's Christmas or we're I don't think so because I'll be <laughs> I will be getting ready for Austin <clears throat> Texas not funny so you guys like I I told you last night I feel like I'm living out of the freaking fracking airport thank you Curtis mm-hmm but I love I love him to death because he gives me reason to to visit, you know. 
And it's always good seeing my big brother. It's not so good him giving me a hard time. He's probably going to laugh his ass off about that one. But um, of course, <laughs> of course. So, so yeah. obviously Tuesday we're not going to have a show. You still going to do our show next Wednesday we'll, night at the regular time, or are we taking a we'll week try, off? We'll try, Granny. You know what's cool? I can well if my nephews just, will just be quiet. Just message me. Just. Just, just just message me, you know, because I know you're going to be busy. I'm going to be busy, you know, and everything. So it's it's all good. And fans, if you didn't like what Granny Holster has to say, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? And from our families to your families, we hope that everybody has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. So, And remember, and remember fans. And it's not Christmas unless Granny Hulkster goes crazy and runs wild <laughs> and, you know, and says, what you going to do when Granny Hulkster puts lumps of coal in the bad children's stockings? See? Oh. Anyways, I got to eat, folks. I got to eat. You know, B-Train's stomach is not very kind to B-Train. Yeah, bad stomach, you bad. Toodles, bitches. <laughs> The cult of personality. The cult of personality.